Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. All right, welcome to episode eleven of Joke Artists. Uh, we are your hosts, Ryan Dever. That's me, and 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 Jason Katz. Right, right. Uh, right Ryan right. has a problem where he, he just keeps saying the word "end" a lot, but yeah. Doesn't know the meaning of it. It's like when you accidentally put your like elbow or arm on a keyboard, like a keypad of like a computer, and then it hits one letter a thousand times. That's what happens with my brain. The doctors call it a stroke. Yeah. And uh, other people who aren't doctors also call it the same thing. <laughs> and then, and then, well, what, what's going on in this episode today, uh, Jason? Yeah, we got a guest for you. This is going to be great. Uh, we have Jared Freed, hilarious comedian. He's got a ton of podcasts. J Train, You Up, Rose Rehash, and The Bachelor. Um, and I, I assume that by the time this airs, he'll have another podcast up. And you know Well, he's doing our podcast, so that's another one he's actually on. But uh, the, the great thing about him is that the energy never dies. So no matter how many podcasts or shows or anything he's doing, he has perpetual energy and he just keeps it up. Right, which was actually the original title for Tomorrow Never Dies. It was actually called Jared Freed Energy Never Dies. Uh, right. But, but Pierce Brosnan was very upset because um, he was like, "Who's? it's supposed to be James Bond, not Jared Freed. Um, right. So he had them change the title. Rightfully so, I get it. But, uh, you know, that's just how much Jared does. He does not stop. The guy's hilarious. He has a new special coming out, too, which we got to talk to him about. Oh, yeah. Comedy special coming out in half hour. It's going to be amazing. It's going to it's coming out right onto his YouTube channel. So why don't you go to his YouTube channel, you jerk? Yeah, go subscribe. Wow. Jeez, what's your problem? I, I don't know what's wrong with them. I, I don't either. I mean, selfish is what I think. Yeah. Well, let's go talk to him. All right. Well, here's a conversation we had with Jared. We have a very special guest tonight. Uh, he's a hilarious comedian, and fortunately for us, sadly for him, he agreed to do the show. His name's oh, Jared yeah. Freed. Jared, thanks so much for uh, for coming on the show. I'm so ha- uh, sadly, I'm very happy to be here. Whoa! Um, I love I love a um, a phoner. I'm always <laughs> up for a phoner. That makes things. It's just nice to not be at like the zooms become. You're so locked in. You, you just mm. can't even like, and I, I'm a walker and a talker yes. and too loud. And I like to like right now I'm in Boca. Actually, I'm in um, Boca, too. Flo- Boca Raton, Florida. Are you really? <laughs> no. no. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. Um, I feel like, well, listen, I'm about to sound like an asshole to anyone that is not like if you're in New York right now, I'm sorry ahead of time because <laughs> Oh yeah, life is different down here, from what I hear. Yeah. Oh yeah, uh, for sure. Yeah, it's, it's very it's different. different. Um, <laughs> it's much sadder, but uh, yeah, uh, it's, it's a well, different story here. Didn't think I was gonna. Sorry. <laughs> Let's end the podcast. Yeah. Well, Thank, thanks a lot. That's Jared. all the time we have for today. <laughs> yeah. Jared was a communist. Yeah. <laughs> Someone learned that. <laughs> um, but uh, how was it down there in Boca? How long you been there? Uh, my parents lived down here and they had a little guest room and they were like, why wouldn't you just come down here? And they're like, this is ridiculous. And I was like, yeah, you're right. And I came when it started getting cold. I was like, 
I needed to take a walk. And when I started not being able to take as long a walk as I wanted because of the cold air, <laughs> I was like, I was like, this is not going to be good here. And I'm here. I'm having a frozen yogurt. I'm sitting outside. Oh, it's a beautiful yeah, night. Nice. I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, everybody. Well, no, I we're having frozen to yogurt too. Here. Ours froze over. Ours was just we were drinking regular gogurts earlier. <laughs> yeah, they froze they over from the <laughs> Yeah, so I think you yeah. should be the one that's jealous of us. You're right. You're right. I, I listen. That's it. That's the show. I'm, I'm, I'm mad. I, I should be. <laughs> well, take care. <laughs> but, but no, I mean, sure. Yeah, Boca is great. But are you? You're a New Yorker, though, aren't you? I've, haven't you lived here for a while? Or am I wrong? I've lived in New York since '07. Yeah, um, right. but I, I, um, I'm from Boston. I'm from outside of Boston, right? Uh, small yeah. town. So, so you're used to the cold, but you, but it was just the oh, COVID yeah. and cold. I guess was the the both of them well, together. You were like, eh. It's you know, like it, it's this whole like working like my girlfriend and I live together. She works remote. I the only reason for I I'm in New York to do stand up. I'm in New York to go to the clubs and right, be out right. at night and. And be when when you can't do the street shows, you know, the, the, like the street corners are closed. What are you gonna do? You know. So I was right. like, I, I I think like you know, if you have the ability, I've, I'm very lucky. My parents have an extra room for me, you know. And it's like, why would I? I don't need. Let, let's have some experiences, you know. Like let's yeah. live with yeah. my parents. Let's let's uh, argue with them. Let's have the you know. <laughs> I I think. You know, like a one bedroom in New York was just becoming very um, I felt like I was watching myself in a montage about yes. my life. Like, you know, yep. that right. Like that moment where you like I would have this moment where I would like turn out of bed, look out the window and then I would fast forward to looking out the window before turning into bed and nothing really happened in between. Yeah. Like a right, bad music yeah, video. Yeah. 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 No music. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. No music. Yeah, just sad, sad music. And and so I and I like, you know, I like the lifestyle of, you know, of doing, you know, wake, you know, I like being around New York. I like walking the city. I like going to a coffee place, doing some writing, you know, doing some, you know, being on my phone in there. Like, you know, it does help. But it, it you know, people I think are in New York to have um, constant action and mm -hmm. it felt actionless. Right. Yeah, that action for sure is definitely not not here at the moment but i feel like in your sense i feel like a seinfeld situation is going on there because I, I remember like there was a bunch of episodes where he you know went to his parents and i think they also i might be wrong but i think they were in boca and uh it's I picture really every, everything tropical del boca, del boca vista <laughs> yes is where the seinfeld lived yeah. and it is it's hard to figure out the bits without going on stage because right. everything here sounds like I'm describing those episodes of Seinfeld. Right. So <laughs> right, you, right, right. Did you kind of have this thought where, you know, it'll be good to have some sun and, and some fresh air and be able to walk around. Plus, I'll be able to get some uh, material. But now are you saying that it's like, ah, it's actually this is tougher than I thought. <laughs> And I'm too relaxed. Um, I'm, I'm enjoying. I think like it is very much. You know how the Costanzas would have these like quiet moments and then explode yeah, into yeah. <laughs> argument and then yeah. get quiet again. That's kind of what it is. Like I, my family and I, we get along. Like I love my parents. I love my brother. My brother's down here too. 
And so like, and like, so it's relatively easy for me. Um, it's not like a bad thing. It's just like, like my mom, one, one day I came home and she's like, what did you do? And I was like, well, I just ate lunch. And my mom literally goes, who eats lunch at three like 30? Her, her first reaction to me eating lunch at three 30. And I was like, that is like, I don't know how I could tell people about that without them going Estelle Costanza. Right. Like, I, I don't know right. how, like I separate me from that show because, and you don't want to sound derivative. You don't want to sound like you're, and I'm like, I, I was, and so now I go on these Zoom shows and I'm like, um, the biggest rule in Boca is you can't eat lunch at 3.30. And I don't even know what that's going to become, but I hope it's something. Right. That's more dinner time at Boca, right? <laughs> well, it's yeah. more dinner time. Yeah. It's, it's um, well, I don't know what you're going to eat later. <laughs> you're not eating at 9 o'clock. I don't want to hear you in the kitchen waking me up at night. And it's like, it, it becomes such a bigger That's argument wild. than it. It's like there was another thing. Oh, I threw away a cup <laughs> with ice in it, and <laughs> I'm laughing even thinking about this. I threw away a cup with ice in it. And my dad goes, "What are you doing with the cups here?" <laughs> and I was like, "What are you?" Oh my I said, "What are you talking about?" I didn't even know what he was talking about. He goes, "What are we doing with the cups here?" You're throwing away cups with ice in it? Like, he was talking to me about it as if I had drank all the alcohol in their house and had a drinking problem. <laughs> I guess it was awesome. actually, what do we do? And I was like, I'm throwing away the cups. He goes, he goes, you listen, there's a very specific way we do trash around here. That was a line. I was like, oh my gosh. talking about? And how specific was it? Just don't put ice in a cup and then put it in the garbage? No, it's you got to wash garbage before it goes in the oh, garbage oh my because gosh. it's going to smell. And then they got to put it out on Thursdays, but they have good. It was like a whole thing. And it's like you can't. It's the problems of the problemless here. Like nobody <laughs> right. like and it's it's hard because. Right now, we're, I think, like the hardest part of 2020 is you're brutally aware of people that are, you know, less fortunate, that have had bad times. Um, I, and, and, and that's hard because you don't want to sound tone deaf. Sure. And right. the, my parents are, uh, everyone here is the most tone deaf person I've ever met in my palace. <laughs> and I think it's hilarious. I I can a hundred percent relate because whenever I go to my parents' house and I go to use the bathroom and if I throw something out that doesn't belong in the bathroom garbage, somehow yeah. my mom goes, "Why did you throw this out in the bathroom garbage?" And I'm like, "It's a garbage can. What difference does it make?" Like the same exact thing. If I throw out like a red solo cup or some sort of thing that doesn't belong <laughs> in the bathroom garbage, if it's not, a, and I'm like, "Are you going through the garbage and looking yeah, at what I'm throwing out?" Are you good at throwing things away now as an adult? Uh, yeah, I always throw stuff out, but whenever I go there, I just throw, if there's a garbage, I will throw whatever garbage I have into it. Like, I don't separate my garbage from, See, like, bathroom my... garbage to regular garbage. I mean, I wouldn't throw a, you know, a piece <laughs> of chicken out in the bathroom. 
<laughs> well, yeah. That, well, that's the thing. They, it's almost like your mom. My mom does the same thing. My mom's been doing it my whole life, so I'm, I'm actually really bad at throwing things away. Oh. Because she would, mm. she didn't take, she didn't take out my garbage. She would take out, she would take her hands and go through it with her fingers. That's is my take mom. Out the garbage, like she, yeah, she would combine garbages, but instead oh of like taking gosh. one, tying it up, she would just go through it and, and then go and then question you. <laughs> on the things you threw out like oh, you just using a lot of tissues and it's like yeah i'm masturbating now mom that's what's <laughs> oh, happening oh. is that what you want to talk about like i don't know how else to go over this like you know it seems <laughs> yeah, like they'd yeah. be more upset about the cup than chronic masturbation or anything right wow they'd that be was like... when i was like 12 you know <laughs> this is now it's the cup with the ice we have a oh very specific garbage schedule here. Oh you my can't gosh. throw away cups just any day of the week. Like I legitimately like am hiding garbage. Like it's like <laughs> it's crazy. All your pockets are all, just yeah overflowing yeah. under your bed, under your guest bed. There's tons, <laughs> all your garbage is stored there. It's all old mail. Yeah, and and then the other thing they do is you have to remember like. There are rules in this house, you know, like that's something you yes. forget. Like when you yep. live alone, you're the rule maker. So you remember all the rules. Right. <laughs> so when you go home, there's a whole list of rules that you never made. So you have to get used to them. So it's it's as if I'm playing a game of bop it. Like <laughs> when I walk around the house, it'll be like, take off the shoes. Close the garage, <laughs> shut the door, lock the door, flick it, close the blind, Twist it. click it, click it, rose it. And if you ever mess up, you just hear like an old Jewish woman, Jerry! Yeah. I'm like, oh, I lost the game of popping, I guess. Oh my oh, gosh, man. that was like the initial toy that they came out with, but all the focus groups were like, I don't know, it's a little too annoying. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. <laughs> the mom gave me shivers down my spine. I think we should change it to yeah. a bell or something. Yeah. Also, why is it saying my name? Uh, this yeah. is, I feel too specific. Yeah. <laughs> Who's Jared? Twenty twenty one though has uh, has definitely changed you. Then so twenty twenty one and COVID for sure has definitely changed your scene up. What was that? He said that twenty twenty one has definitely changed you. Changed me? Yeah. Well, it has. I'm saying it's 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 relocated you. It's changed where you are. It's changed oh, all, all yeah. of comedy. We're not attacking yeah, your character it, it, here. No, <laughs> you've changed, man. You're like, wow, this guy, what a garbage. Yeah, <laughs> throw me out, but only on Thursdays. Yeah. yeah, I, I, um, it's definitely like you know, I was going, I like, I was going at shit hard. I still go at shit hard, but like with comedy, like. You know, I don't like not working. Like, I like forward movement. Mm. And um, yeah. New York, you know, is the place to move forward, whether you're, you are or you're not. Like, you could always fool yourself in New York that you're moving forward. You can go to four mics in a night, get nothing out of it as far as bits are concerned, but you went to four mics. Right. You know? Um, you could go do four shows. You could do the, you know, whatever. And... I think it's been good and good for me as far as like, okay, where's the real work getting done? You know what I mean? 
Yeah. So are you doing are you doing uh stand up there? Have you been able to yet or is it not open so or stand up you can do here. I had a guy get in touch with me with shows, but actually what I've been doing is I have enough of a following where I actually don't think the Zoom shows are so bad. They're close enough that can get me writing. That's really all I need them for. Like I don't like the Zoom shows say what you want. But I want to be I love big act outs and moving on stage and uh, and and doing the bit 360 degrees. Yeah. My bigger problems are saying it right and slowing down for it. Like I can perform it mm-hmm. before I can say it sometimes. So Zoom, I find myself saying words more and moving less. And I'm like, well, this might be good for me because. I think the act outs will come once I know the words better. So I'm trying to become better. So what I do is because I have this little bit of a following, I put up a zoom link and I'm like, I'm going to do a show in 15 minutes. Oh, wow. And I get a hundred people to show up in 15 seconds and then they show up and I go, Hey, every, and they're fans. So they're going to be an easy, friendly audience. And yeah. I say, everyone have your headphones in everyone turn your volume up. And uh, I'm going to throw some shit against the wall. And they've been really helpful. And they're on tape. And I can see myself. Right. I was doing audio recording. So now I'm getting what, I, what I'm it, – it's like the difference between work and fruitful work. You know what I mean? Right, because you could put those clips out and, and the audio bites or, or those little snippets. Not even put them out. I can write better. I can watch them better. I can – it, it's instead, I think in New York, what happens is we go on stage so much that we kind of take it for granted. And that's something I looked at myself. I was like, mm. man, you're getting up a lot, but if you're for as much as you're getting up, you should have, uh, you know, an hour a week. What's going on? Where, where's this all going? You know, you should be really like, have like these fun, huge bits. And I was like, I, I, I feel like I was, I think it's actually been more helpful for me to value um, some of the stuff I was doing via the Zoom stuff. Right. I mean, well, not only Zoom. I mean, you, you're doing about three podcasts now, right? Right. <laughs> yeah, I have seven thousand podcasts. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. No, it's great. No, that's I mean, incredible. It's, it's, I, well, yeah, really, it's incredible. I, I mean, <laughs> I have three podcasts. It's ridiculous. I. I never shut the fuck up. Is basically what uh, I. Do. Well, it's you get paid for it. You know, your podcasts really are aim heavily at, uh, not aim, but, you know, focus a lot on obviously relationships. Um, is mm. that, has that always kind of been at the root of your drive in comedy? I know, obviously it sounds silly to say like, you know, cause obviously life is relationships. Um, but I mean, you know, like boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever, boyfriend, boyfriend, girlfriend, girlfriend. Um, what is it about talking about relationships that fascinates you? Cause obviously you have three podcasts that deal with them. I, I like, I think that it's interesting. Like I, and I think like, of course I think it's interesting, but I think it's also personal to me. Like I'm in a, you know, I'm in a, I have a girlfriend. I've been, and I was like out there dating. I was putting myself out there and I don't know, like it's interesting to me when I hear, I like the, like the emails that we get on the podcast. Mm -hmm. When I hear the stories, I see myself in the story. Like I'm not better than any of the people that they're complaining about or any of the people that are writing in, like I'm just the same as them. So it's always interesting to like hash out and talk about these issues because 
I just think it's like rich or poor, old or young, everyone's looked at someone and been like, fuck, I want, I, I want that person. Right. Or, <laughs> or I hate that yeah. person. You know, like everyone yeah. said it like I, and oh, I got to break up with them or I got to, I got to go on a date with them. Everyone said it. So like, it's just, I, I just enjoy the relatability of it. And like, I also just find, um, I find putting a non-evil face on things. Like, I think like with someone writing in about their dating problem, they're like, this person is driving me crazy. That's why I'm writing to you. And it's like, I like humanizing that thing. Mm. Like, like, you know, like when people like, you know, for example, the big topic is ghosting. Why would someone ghost? Ghosting seems so evil. And then you think about why right. someone would do it. And it's really for like, it's not an evil thing that they're trying to do. They're just trying it's self-preservation. They're embarrassed. They're, they're just afraid. And it's, I think when you can explain in those terms to people, it becomes interesting. That's true. Cause I mean, again, you make it funny, but it is also constructive. And I guess you could also say that's what comedy is really supposed to be, you know, something that kind of makes us all feel connected in that way. But that, but that's a good point. That's pretty interesting that, you know, you can use it as this forum to crack jokes and also everyone learns something. So there, there is uh, something to take away from every episode. I mean, I was, I was even giggling at the, uh, the episode you had about dating someone with herpes. I was like, just even reading the title, I was like, Whoa, this is going to be wild. Yeah. And uh, I mean, the fact that you guys even go into stuff like that is really cool. Well, I think with, and I've gotten so many messages about that episode already. And if anyone's looking, uh, Erica Sparrow was our guest and she's a hilarious comic. And kudos to her for being so open about it. And I think right now we have more. What, what I find so interesting is we have more ways to talk to each other than ever. And everyone's afraid of saying the wrong thing. So on the podcast, we have such an opportunity where I always say it's the for you up podcast. It's the it's difficult conversations had comfortably uncomfortable conversations had comfortably. Gotcha. And it's like, like, listen, and I think a podcast just like we're doing now is the perfect place for that, because I think we're just so used to people saying, you said the wrong thing. You, you sounded this, you sounded that. And it's like to have Erica, who's a friend, who's a great comic, who I respect, come on and, and, and say to her, Hey, we want to talk about, um, dating with herpes and, for people to, you know, I'm not trying to be a hero. I'm saying for me, I get to play dummy and ask the questions that maybe someone's afraid to ask. Right. I get to air the insecurities and the fears that maybe a guy would have when a woman tells him that, you know, like in, in the, in the moment, you know, we all have probably, everyone has moments in their life that they wish they could take back or act differently. So it's like if this can happen over a podcast where I ask these questions and maybe you get so you give the gift to somebody to be more prepared for that situation and not make someone feel bad or not feel bad that you're telling someone like what an amazing thing. And it's like and, it, and of course, like I do. I've had to learn over time. I've been doing podcasts for eight years, I think yeah. um, you learn over time that like you have to trust that I'm, I'm a funny person. It'll be funny. It'll be light, but you have to be genuine and honest and caring to these subjects before 
you can make your jokes. Right. And it takes time to learn that. And you have to trust it because I think like, especially during, you know, doing standup, you're like, okay, I need laugh, 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 laugh. When's it going to come? When's it going to come? When's it going to come? And then, you know, podcasting and doing dating and relationship stuff, especially for an audience that wants to like have fun with the topic, but also like, you know, relate to the people, you know, hosting the show. Uh, you learn, you're like, the funny will come. It, 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 it's going to be funny. But, like, you're really going to, like, help um, just, like, it's going to be a better listening experience when you just, like, let this conversation happen. Right. And I think that's a testament to your comedy in general of just creating this kind of fun space um, that just really makes you laugh. And I, I don't know, I just, I really enjoy listening to you and, and watching your comedy and, and uh, Thanks, the man. fact that you have enough um, energy to, to kind of spread it. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm not saying you spread yourself thin. I'm saying the exact opposite. You know, you, you have these podcasts and you do your, your Rose rehash and all that your bachelor commentary. It's just so funny that it's, it's just like shifting gears. Like, all right, now we're going to do this. Now we're going to do this and we're going to, we're going to be really good I, at it. Right. And to keep I, up I'm that incredibly same energy. afraid of, well, I'm a, I appreciate that, and I try, and I'm incredibly afraid of failing, and I feel as though, you know, when I do something, I really delusionally believe that it's going to be the biggest thing ever. So I keep. Um, <laughs> you, mean you have to. More, yeah, that's well, that's the I way keep, you got to do. I keep. Well, uh, I you have to. You're right, but I keep everything I put out. I am very disappointed it is not on the <laughs> evening news so oh, yeah. not yet I, 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 not yet florida I, I man wanted for murder yeah yeah exactly right? and boca boca man boca man throws cups out on the wrong night yeah yeah this son of a bitch doesn't know garbage yeah if, if that story becomes the story yeah then i'll be so mad oh my god that's gosh. gonna be it we're gonna see it um but we'll be we'll be excited though when we do see it because we're like oh all right. yeah, hey, we, hey we know that guy um, <laughs> we call the cops <laughs> but yeah i mean but for real though to keep up that energy is you know incredible to, to that energy that you have and to keep it up through all the shows uh the podcast that you do and even like we, uh, ryan was saying before the the instagram so like when the bachelor comes on if uh, for listeners who might not know that you Instagram along with it, basically, you know, you make Instagram stories and, you know, come up with this hilarious commentary. And it's not even like it's an hour later. It's, you know, right on the money. It's, it's right then. Yeah, man. It's, um, it is the most fun thing. I love, I love reality TV and I loved whenever I would date someone and watch shows with them I always had opinions right. and, and I also have a knowledge of reality. I've just been watching reality TV my whole life and, and I love it. And I've watched a little bit of most shows that are on TV. <laughs> um, I, including like Lucas lagoons and, you know, in crazy pools, like on HGV. Like I watched <laughs> it like that. <laughs> oh and, man. I like that. All right. <laughs> the craziest part about ex- extreme pools, okay? Oh, extreme okay, yes. Pools. Extreme I think pools, it's on, yes. I think it's on Discovery. Right. And one day, I, like, I think I'm the only one in the world watching this. One day, I was at my, I'm with my parents, and 
I was like, man, I was like, you guys got to watch this extreme pool show, like kind of joking. And my dad goes, Lucas Lagoons? Like he knew the show. He was like, I watch it all the time. Wow. I guess this all makes sense now. Um, You're like, I get it. I know where I'm supposed to live. I, this is where I'm home. Yeah. So, so I, so I would be chirping at these shows and then I started live tweeting the bachelor because I was sick one night and I just stayed home and they were getting such a response. And then I kind of fell into this whole bachelor nation thing. And then I was tweeting and the tweets, like I just, you know, tweets just aren't, it's not where it's at for me. I like it. I use it. I, I'm, I use it like a notebook, but like I, you, it's tough to become a stand-up comedian via Twitter. I think it's like there's no personality. People want to like become a fan of a stand-up that they feel like they know or feel like they connect with, and Twitter isn't really the place for it for me, at least. Especially, I'm not like a political guy, and I think politics uh, really rules there. Yeah, and yeah. so I started doing. I started instead of live tweeting, I started live screaming the bachelor yeah. cause I scream all the time. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> and Why, yes. I, <laughs> I started doing that. And then all of a sudden people were watching and people started being like, like on my stories and people were like telling me like, like it was like I was doing standup yeah. and it was like, it was, it's kind of and like you said, like I do it within five minutes of it airing. So it's like an improv show. Like right. I'm improving with the bachelor and it's been like the coolest, most fun thing for me. And I mean, the amount of people that watch is crazy. The amount of people that like talk to my mom about it, like my mom the other day was like, <laughs> yeah, people like, know. you know, my mom got a text from her friend telling her that like her friend that was like at my bar mitzvah growing up, like her granddaughter is a fan of it. And like, my mom, I was like, I oh. can't believe it. Like, yeah. So it's just like, it's just crazy the reach of it. But it's also like, that's to me, it's like a great way to introduce myself to people. It's like, and, and when I do shows, when I do stand up, they come, like, the crowd is there to hear about The Bachelor. There's, right. there's like, a good, like, that's hilarious. There's a good amount of them. And I, you know, I just did a special where I talked about, I did about a half hour of COVID material. And then I get done with the COVID material. I'll be like, okay, um, I also love TV and people go crazy. And I just kept thinking of like the people that like, didn't know that I watched the bachelor. And I was like, I love the bachelor. And then all these women were like, like, I could tell you were all wondering, when's it going to happen? Like, when's he going to do it? When's he gonna do it? it? It was. It's like. It's like I was walking around a watermelon with a yeah. mallet, you know. And <laughs> and it's funny because there's people in the sh- like the show's going well. Like there's nothing that it's. It, it, I never wanted to be someone who like like did something and then have people come to the show and then like I have to be Mister Bachelor show every time. Like, what the coolest part is that like everyone who likes the live stream that comes to a show. They're waiting for the bachelor jokes, but they're there for anything. Like I'm never any joke I make about the bachelor. I would make about anything else. It's like, you know, it's, um, it's really my personality, which is so cool. That's great that you don't have to like, you know, 
weave it in if you don't want to but uh you know and you can sort of organically weave it in and then when and then when you do the fans are like he's playing the hits yeah. You know? yeah exactly well it's, and they and like some some of them think it's going to be like a bachelor discussion group and i had i had to like switch it to be like hey listen i love the bachelor but like this doesn't mean we're going to get into breakout groups and make top <laughs> 10 groups you know like lists. yeah it's like you have to warn them but it's but it's genuinely a good time this episode of joke artist is brought to you by free prints think about it you've got some great photos on your phone but what are you doing with them if you don't have free prints yet, you gotta get it! Free Prints is a free app for your iPhone and Android that lets you print all of those photos for free! You get 1,000 free 4x6 photo prints a year. And all you pay is a small shipping charge. Ooh. Small, guys. We're talking small here. You could even print photos at other sizes for next to nothing. Notice what, how specific that is. Next to nothing? So listen to that. (laughs) Small shipping charge and next to nothing prices. All you have to do is select the photos you want to print, choose the sizes, and you're done. Your premium quality prints will arrive on your doorstep in just days. So again, to recap, you're paying a small shipping charge. You're also paying next to nothing, and it'll arrive in just days. It doesn't get more specific than that. Amazing. Next to nothing was the shirt my mom would always put on when we took pictures together. Uh, And, uh, you know, now that I think about it, that was quite mean of her. But uh, either way, Free Prints is one of uh, the world's, uh, you know, most favorite apps, if you didn't know that. You download it now at freeprints.com and start enjoying real, professional, quality free prints. No subscriptions, no commitments, just like that uh, relationship you're in. Just Free Prints. Again, go to freeprints.com to get the app and your 1,000 free prints. And if you do print a 1,000 pictures... We uh, we think you're pretty disgusting because that that is way too many that is way too many pictures to print. That's so cool that yeah you do attract such a wide range of fans that maybe if you didn't talk about the Bachelor you never would have reached you know like you could get women that are your mom's age or women that actually or guys that are fully invested in the show and then there might be guys like you that just like to chirp at it and think it's funny to joke about. And, and have them all totally. come to a show. That's that's a really cool melting pot. Um, but it, you, you said you, you just recorded a half-hour special, though? Yes. I recorded a half-hour special. It is um, – I recorded it on New Year's Eve. Wow. And it's wow. all about 2020. Did you film it in Boca? Awesome. I filmed it in Indianapolis. So I had a socially distanced weekend – at the Helium Comedy Club in Indy. Mm. And it was about, I've been doing this material since July at like wineries, breweries, outdoor street corners. And (laughs) it was like, I basically had uh, an opportunity. And I had been talking about COVID on stage from my perspective that seemingly connected with everyone that was at the show and it was um and i was like so my there was a point where i was like let's see if i can get this to 20 minutes let's see if i can get it to 30 minutes and i got to 30 and i was like let's tape this let's let's do it um and see what happens and 
to do it on New Year's Eve of the worst year that most of us have ever had. Yeah, right. I was like, I I don't know if there's anyone. I was like, you know, there's a little piece of me that I'm like, who else is doing this? You know? Mm. Yeah, that's a good point. So so when can fans see that? Um, either two or three weeks. We just finished editing, and it's going in for sound mixing, and then it's ready. So awesome. it's gonna go on my YouTube. Yeah, I um, I didn't so, really have any. So March. Um, it'll probably be Feb last week of February, maybe okay. a, around there. It'll be February, and um, I I don't you know my issue with stand up personally, and this is my belief is like, you know, I do a lot of things, and I think like in stand up like. If you're in New York and you do stand up, you know that I'm there, but I don't think like I don't think people only know me as that. And that's what I do, you know? So um the idea of like selling it wasn't really on my mind. This is not like I this is, you know, that that's of course I would, you know, I'm not going to be like, "No, money, I'm not about <laughs> right. that." Yeah. <laughs> you know, but I'm, I'm, I'm not interested also, in money. <laughs> yeah, who who needs such trivial things during a global <laughs> pandemic um, yes pathetic i live in boca where money right. doesn't money is uh, meaningless in my parents basement so <laughs> i yeah, right. so, so. i i was like but i but i i'm also realistic um and i was like let's put this out see what happens and, yeah. and also it's just the 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 stressful part for me the, the the part I'm scared about is it's like I can go up and like right now I have an hour of I have like a half hour material about weight shit that I would do mm -hmm. like and I think that shit is more written and polished because I've been doing it for a long time and I'm just comfortable talking about this stuff this is purely about what's going on this year and kind of the social uh, what I believe is the social, um, the, I do believe people are afraid, uh, socially more than they are of the disease, which I think is incredibly interesting. What, what do you, what do you mean by that? You think that you mean people are afraid that, um, socially to get together because of it, or you're saying just in general, just the social awkwardness I of think people. I think they're afraid of the social ramifications of doing the wrong thing when they're legitimately just trying to live and live by the rules and wear the mask oh, and gotcha. really just, you know what I mean? Like, I, yeah. I think like, I'll, I'll give you, I'll give you an example. I was in Boca, uh, uh, when I, I've been here for a while and there was a family that was outside doing a socially distanced hangout. And they're a very nice family. There's like the grandpa, the mom, the dad, the kids, the grandkids. It was very nice and sweet. I was working out like 10 feet away. And I watched them, you know, hanging out. And it was very sweet and, and whatever. And then at some point, the grandma who like looked like she looked like she could have been my grandma, you know, and she goes, get in. Come on. Let's take a picture. Come on, get in, picture time. And then they go to get together for the picture. And then she goes, oh, no, put on your masks. 
put on right. your mask. Right, and right. I'm like, what is going on here? Like, they are legitimately afraid. Like, they're going to fake it for who? Yeah, <laughs> right, because they have I to guess. post the picture right. with the Well, I guess on. you have someone post it. Sure, yeah, I guess they got to. Um, so, I don't know. They maybe they very, don't. Even the grandmother was aware right. of, like, what are we going to look? We don't want to look bad. And it's like. Yeah, now anybody can be canceled. Now it's now now it's families, <laughs> a sweet old grandmother canceled. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right? And I'm not even, like, I'm not trying to be that, like, cancel culture person i'm not no, trying to no, be that person not. i'm just saying like i i i'm like i couldn't believe that this sweet family moment was um interrupted by big brother right of our own creation yeah, that's very yeah. true and yeah. it was also you interrupted know? because you were working out in front of them, yeah. <laughs> staring yes. at them <laughs> shouting numbers one right two all your reps <laughs> Yeah, that's why she's like, put the masks on. He's vomiting on us. Yes, that man over there. Like, look at this. Yeah, check these guns out, Grandma. You like what you see? And she was like, I guess. I yeah, I do. Of course, I do. And you were like, well, why don't you do something about it? I guess she might have been right. There's a lot of spittle in the air with me. So I, I, I think like it turns out it was just you. It had nothing to do with it. Had nothing to do with the picture of the yeah. social ramifications. Yeah, it's just I, you spitting into the air. I, I, but it was just so interesting to me to watch that interaction and right. be like, okay, like, like, listen, I'm, I'm so aware that like we have to social distance. We got to put on masks. We got to, we got to figure this out. We have to be respectful of people. We have to, and, and but it's like I think a lot of people, you know, kind of have this feeling of like. I'm I'm just hoping I'm doing the right thing. Yeah. Sure, yeah. I mean, you walk into a store uh, here in New York. I don't, I don't know if it's the same thing in in Florida, but you know here in New York, you know, you have to put on your mask on. I mean, I put it on for mm-hmm. two reasons. I mean, I don't know. I kind of I just don't want to get sick because to me it just sounds like it would be actually annoying. Um Of course. Uh, uh uh and then and then also I, you know, I guess I just, you know, not I guess, but I want to respect others around me just in case everything is what everybody says it is just in case that you know so but that's what most people i think are doing i think we're uh right now we're like i'm in florida and people make fun of florida all the time but i generally see people wearing masks like Mm -hmm. people are acting more brazen than new york no question but the idea that like everyone here is like spitting on each other right. um, in, in between waving a MAGA flag is crazy. <laughs> right. And, and it's like, and the, and, and so, but I don't think it's right here. I also don't think what's going on in New York is right. Like, I don't think either of those quote unquote solutions are actually productive. Like there's gotta be a line to like, and listen, all these things are hard. And that's, I, right. I think that's been, the great disappointment is that nobody wants to take responsibility for giving hard truths. And, and and that's very political and that's annoying. Like, yeah, it's really, really hard. And I, and I think like you can tell like my anxiety, I've never had anxiety in my life this year. I've had sleepless nights. Oh, I bet. Mm, And, and that's every, if I'm doing that, I would assume you guys are having a little bit more anxiety. I would assume yeah. most people. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, same <laughs> thing. Yeah, I I never felt 
like I did this year before this year. I was like, hey, what the hell is this? These are new feelings that I exactly. don't want. Jason was a robot last year, and because of the anxiety, <laughs> he did grow a human heart. Which yeah, is I'm a real amazing. boy now. Yeah. I'm uh, happy for you, Jason. Uh, thank you. <laughs> but call that, me Pinocchio but if you don't mind. So, but, but that is so interesting, though, because then, like, our, you know, then there's this fear. You, you know, Jason, you say what you just said, and right. then it's like, well, there are people with bigger problems. It's like, man, you can't even air a problem, right? you know, without being reminded that, hey, you know, quiet down. There's other things going on. And I, I try, that's kind of, and listen, that's kind of what I'm trying to talk about and trying to make people feel better through connecting through the special is like, hey, like we're all given this a, a nice college try. Right. Yeah. I think people do forget, though. I think people are forgetting that literally it's not like just New York. It's not Florida. It's not just California, blah, blah, blah. It's literally the entire planet who's affected by this it, disease and that's where i totally. think people really forget though because especially here in new york they're like hey i can't go into a restaurant blah blah, blah. but then you're like well mm-hmm. wait wait it's but you it's it's the rest of the world not that uh restaurants are shut down other places but it's just that it's not like it's the virus is just here it's you know it's everywhere whether i agree sure. or disagree with how they're handling it here is it's, that's another point but it's it's just uh i wish there was a happy medium of like hey let's really actually try to figure this out instead of doing whatever it is that we're I doing just, at this moment. Cause right. I just wish you had to be blood related to the person to tell them what to do. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yes. Like, I just wish like, listen, if you want to tell someone to put a mask on, I'd be like, uh, I'm going to have to see some, some, you know, I'm going to have genealogy to see our, tests. Our, our, uh, yeah. yeah. I need a 23 and me from you <laughs> yeah. to tell me to put, you know, that my picture wasn't taken the right way. Like, that right. family shouldn't have to worry about, you know, um, you know, Mrs. Aunt Steen, the next door neighbor, <laughs> yeah. hate that and yelling at them from her kitchen sink window to be like, hey, yeah, Bronstein didn't wear the mask today. Like, yeah. Ugh. Yeah. And it's true because, you know, the, the one thing I mean, there's many things that this whole year has proved. But one thing is that we need. Um, human interaction, you know, like we yeah. cannot survive uh, talking on the phone or through Zoom, whatever. We do eventually need human touch, human inter- interaction, because when we're just inside and you get clips of what's going on and it all looks horrific and you can't go to a comedy club and, and laugh and experience the community and uh, be on, feel like, oh, OK, get, I get it. We're all feeling the same thing when you feel even more isolated to what you were saying in the beginning it's like being trapped in this loop and yeah, you start to absolutely. think, am I the only one feeling this way? And, and then yeah. you just compound, it's compounding anxiety and worry. And it's just, it's a nightmare. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm with you a hundred percent. And that that's really what I'm nervous about with the special is I, I hope that that is the sentiment that comes through is that everyone is trying their best. Like, yeah. And, 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 and it's like, um, you know, that connective thing of like, yeah, I just, you know, and, and, it, the, and anyone can take moral high ground on anything. And that's the toughest part right now is like, 
the only thing to do right now is take moral high ground because you just nobody wants to be evil. Sure. You know, <laughs> like yeah. nobody nobody's like wants to be that person. Like as much as like, you know, we all think that everyone on the news is like somebody on an airplane just like coughing on purpose on someone next to them. It's like, no, it's not. There's for every one of those people, there's like a thousand moms who are just trying to like figure shit out and right. hope that, you know, their marriage is okay. Yeah, right. Their for marriage, their livelihoods, coffers. everything. They're, yeah. they're hoping it's okay. And then they see another someone's story. It's like, remember, you got to wear the mask. It's like, I'm wearing the goddamn mask. I'm trying to save my family here. <laughs> Enough with the mask. I'm wearing exactly. it. <laughs> like, I'm wearing it. it. It's in my pocket. Like yeah. I saw one time, there was one, there was one day that it was like someone was posting on their stories, just taking videos of people not wearing masks outside. And I was oh like, my God, let the person fucking walk. I don't know. Like, right. talk to your dad. Yeah. As long <laughs> as that person's not like going up to strangers and licking their faces. I mean, you know, it's they, yeah, like, you can't, which is the name of your special. The, yeah. Going up to strangers. licking your faces. That's the name of the special. Yes. Licking faces. Yeah. There's also uh, the original title to Sweet Caroline uh, by Neil Diamond. Licking faces. And, and then he changed it to Touching Me, Touching You, I think. Uh, he changed, he I was really, a quick change the lyrics. I could just, I really hope that like, you know, Jason and I are, we're nestling in, uh, not, not that we would, but we're nestling in to watch your special and it just opens up and you are, I forget the name of the guy who hosted Wheel of Fortune back, not Wheel of Fortune, um, uh, Family Feud back in the seventies. It was Richard, Richard oh, Dawson, yeah. Richard, Richard Dawson, Richard. and it's you just kissing everyone on the lips, being yeah. like, "Thanks for coming, thanks for coming, sweetheart." And Jason and I look at each other, we go, "Oh Big no, oh. we promoted this guy, he killed everybody." Yeah. Oh, shit. And then at the you end, guys, you're like, "I killed." I to- <laughs> That's the sentiment of the special. We totally agree. Yes. <laughs> There's a big long wink at the camera. It's really ten minutes of stand-up, but twenty minutes of winking. It's actually just Jeffrey Tubin's video from his, oh, uh, his, his Zoom meeting. So you're That's breaking it down project. step by step. Well, here's what I would have done if. It... Oh my As god! As you can see, pubes have not been shoven. <laughs> That'd be awesome. You should. That would be great. I would love to. Hear, like, do what you do for The Bachelor on Instagram and do that for like courtroom cases. Uh, <laughs> I've, you know, like I've high profile people cases. Me- people have messaged me to do it for politics, like political things. And I'm like, are you fucking crazy? No, like, you yeah, think that's no. Like, no you're way. Gonna mo- you're going to really amp it up. I'm going to go from the least offensive thing in the yeah. world for the most. Like, <laughs> right. You know what? I want to isolate half of my fans. Yeah. <laughs> let's really, let's really back myself up into a corner here. Oh my gosh. Yeah, yeah, well, uh, probably a hundred percent. They would, they would all be like, what did you just say? Yeah. <laughs> Damn it. I lost everybody. Yeah, I, I shouldn't have taken that advice. <laughs> Everybody needs just the right amount of fuel to get going in the morning. For some, a nice McDonald's egg and cheese bagel is just enough to do it. Others might prefer a McDonald's bacon egg and cheese bagel. Or perhaps a sausage egg and cheese bagel. And there are those where nothing will do but a hearty McDonald's steak egg and cheese bagel. Four different breakfast bagels to get you going. Tomorrow morning, give your engine a head start at participating McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. But yeah, oh, no, man. no, we'd love to see that. And yeah, we're really excited for uh, your special and to, and to see it. And, uh, you know, it's it sounds awesome. And it's just a great time to release a special. 
especially on your own. I mean, because, uh, you know, with the, with, with clubs, you know, not every club being open and the human interaction and just giving it the opportunity for people to, to sit back for a half hour and laugh and just feel sort of normal. That's the goal, man. That is the goal. And I'm hoping for the best. You know, who knows? Yeah, no, it, it, that's fantastic. My girlfriend and I watched this week's uh, Bachelor Ooh. episode. And okay, I was, this was one of the most interesting ones. Yes. And, you know, it was a crash course for me. Um, and I mean, Jason and I were talking about it before the phone call that the first of all, the bachelor mat to us just kind of seems like when are we going to get to know more about him? He just kind of seems like this cardboard cutout guy right. that you don't really get. He's he's almost just like. I just feel like I don't he's know, there's nothing dead to him. eyes. Like if you someone t- made dead eyes a person, <laughs> that's him. I I I'll say this. He it's it's very hard to get to know the bachelor or bachelorette for that matter. Like whoever's that main character, it's hard to get to know them because it is about the contestants. You're True. just supposed to come in saying this person is a um is someone I would want to date or someone you know would want to date that's kind of what because usually you meet them on the season before and because we don't know matt james from anything before the season they we don't really know him we just know him as this energetic really um good looking guy who seems nice enough you know that's a good point i i really so it's tough to get to know him because, and also there's been so much action with the contestants and, but you kind of have to trust that Matt James is a catch based off of, listen, I trust he's a catch because look at him. I right. trust he's a catch because he, his background is so great and the, the work he does with kids and stuff like that. But also the women really fucking want to date him. Like, and that, I think the, you know, I don't mean this to be a negative towards the women on the show, even though this word seems negative, it, but they seem more desperate for him than in past seasons. Hmm. Like it feels like, and I, I don't know. I think that also could be a reflection on dating today. Like, I think like that is kind of a reflection on like, I don't think any of like these women are young women. I don't think any of them are like, like dating guys that are like, being serious like he is like like they're probably dealing with the worst of the worst type of dudes that are like deep they're probably getting the worst type of dms the worst type of messages and (laughs) guys that just want to hook up and they're on a show with this really eligible bachelor who's got such a great um you know demeanor fun great and good looking is just like yep i want to be married and i think for a lot of them that's like like such a shock to the system they're like well he must be the only one left. And I have, I've actually talked to some former contestants and the one thing they all say is that they're like, when you're on the show, it is easy to get swept off your feet by the show. It is such a bubble Mm. all, you know, you're, you're in an intense situation that you share with this one person that no one else can understand. They're like, it does happen. So it, it is, so I, I do agree, like, we don't get a lot of Matt James moments, but I think I kind of trust that he is a really, like, a catch because of the way the women are just so pumped to be with him. Gotcha, yeah, I, I didn't know that about his his background. And and to your point about them 
you know, being really into this guy. He's a catch. He's older, wants to get married right away. It, it does make me laugh, though, when when they're like, hi, I'm, you know, so and so. And, you know, I've been dating for a few years. I just haven't found Mr. Right. I'm really looking to settle down. And you look at their ID and it says that they're 22. Or, and you're like, no, you, you haven't been dating. You, you, <laughs> you haven't even been you alive. Doing anything. You haven't graduated I yet. I, I, I do a preview for every season where I like make fun of every single contestant's bio before the season. <laughs> okay. And that is, that is a consistent thing where someone will be like, Oh, I've been single forever. And they're like, and I'm 21. I graduate <laughs> next year from Columbia. And you're like, Oh, forever. Like, I don't know. It, it, it is uh, one of those things where men think they're young forever and women think they're old right away. Wow. Yeah, it, it is wild to me, though. And I guess maybe it's because of the editing. I can't I, you know, I don't know because I, I only started watching last season and then I'm watching this season. And it's something about maybe the editing then that's making the women seem like they are kind of nonstop fighting, but also. It's well, hard to tell who the women are to, to me. Like, I don't, I can't say from my perception that I don't know if they're there for fame, some of them, or if they're actually there to date him. That's kind of the fun of the season is figuring that out along the way. That's what I find fun because yeah. not one person is on any reality show just for the show. Right. right. Like, whatever the premise of the show, like, it's unfair. Matt James isn't there to just find his wife. Matt James is there <laughs> to, um, you know, kind of collect the riches of a huge following that will come with the show. Sure. Yeah, it's funny because it sounded like you were like redoing the voiceover for the intro. <laughs> like he's not just <laughs> there James. for a wife, but he's also there to collect <laughs> the riches. He's here for the right reasons financially. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> like there is a. Like there's a little bit of Hunger Games aspect of The Bachelor where it's like right. once you're The Bachelor, like you've kind of printed an annuity for yourself for a long time. Like yeah. you, you're going to be OK for a while. Like you don't really hear of any of these bachelors or bachelorettes like going back to work as like a real estate agent. Like they, you, you don't hear that a lot. Like uh, they kind of do OK. Yeah. Right. So. um so there's part of that, but then also like as the season goes on, you start to like weed out some of the exterior people and contestants, but also you're right. This season has been cattier, meaner, like they're not, I, that kind of works back into the desperation thing where it's like, they must all really see something in Matt or to be this kind of like not nice to one another. Right. Because they, I guess, you know, like you're saying, I, they re really want him. Yeah, but also then there's that woman, Victoria, and she's yes. so well, over the top mean. Yeah. And I think, like, she's, like, so over the top, like, just not – I called her the Donald Trump of the show because <laughs> she just, like, creates realities that just aren't true for her to be able to, like, win arguments in. And – it's like I think when there's one person like that, ever now people that piece of you that likes to talk shit knows you have someone to lean on, so that produces more shit talking. Right. Oh like yeah, with her and Anna, right? This uh, yeah, the, the alien from Mars attacks with no lips. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that all girl, teeth. Anna. 
<laughs> she's got to fix that whole look. Um, but she's gorgeous. But she also looks like um, Julie Bowen. But um, oh yeah, a little bit. Yeah, yeah. That girl, that girl Anna got um, you know had a little bit of tea to serve. And yes. the first thing she did was go straight to Victoria. And it's like, right. um, I, on the podcast, the bachelor podcast, uh, my co-host K K Brown said that. And I was like, you're right. She went straight. She's like, I got some shit to talk. Right. About Let's Brittany. talk it out together. Yeah. Like, uh, no, but well, that's when Brittany came in, the, the new girls, when they came in, it was like, that was scary almost. Like I was and and like, I got shit from people. Cause I was like, this is very female to me. Like, that's just not how guys are like, right. Like it, just not the way we argue. Like she walked in and not one person got up and said, hello. No. And then <laughs> yes. one, and then one of the women is like, give me your crown. It's like, what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was weird. I mean, she really reminds me of like somebody who was on, uh, that, old MTV shows super sweet 16 and when like she couldn't get yeah, like right. the horse for her bar mitzvah uh <laughs> you know and the dad would be like I'm getting it okay and she's like no forget it dad and and she really reminds me of like whoever that was but grown up uh Victoria and I do wonder if she is a real person though I I go is she could she have made it this far being that mean <laughs> I, well, that's the other thing is like the house, the, the women in the house aren't with Matt all day, like in front of Matt, yeah. they're like, hi, and then right. to each other, like, hi, you know, it's yeah. like totally different. Do you think that it has to end at some point at night? Cause that's my biggest question is I go, how come they only have a certain amount of time? Is it because, do you think because like it's union rules and the camera guys have to break? <laughs> because I go, it, how, why, uh, do, why do they have to make the date? Like, oh, you got two minutes, you know? And I didn't even get to talk to Matt tonight. And it's like, huh? How come you didn't get to talk to him? That's the part I don't understand. I mean, like the camera guys, you know, off camera, obviously going, hey, I got to take a break. <laughs> you got to go to sleep. I got to go to sleep. I think that's got to be that they just know two-hour cocktail party and they're like have at it and they just know this is like you know it's like it, you're basically creating drama out of nothing because you you know time is everything right it's, yeah. it's like when they say like hey can i just steal him for a second like actually i haven't had any time with him at all today can i you know can you come back in five you know like they want to interrupt <laughs> right. it's just so good i love it but it's so weird though because they give them no time like there's not enough time to get to know the guy like that's the drama well, there's also there's also like 25 women yeah like, you know like if you're on a date with 12 women and they're like our date is we're gonna go do a relay race like and then it ends like hey like matt james has to go back and shower right. like they all have to go back and get ready like i get you know but also they must know they're like if we let this go forever, it'll go forever. Like, <laughs> yeah, they'll have like endless amounts of footage. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think anybody's there just for the food? Like, and any of the seasons <laughs> you've ever seen, I always wondered that if There's someone was no like, food. hell yeah. Well, they never they show food. They never show it, but there has to be food somewhere, right? There's got to be a craft service table. Right. They show it in like the bloopers after. Yeah, but it's um the food is a topic of conversation that comes up a lot where it's like, 
why don't they eat? There was they made a charcuterie board a couple episodes ago, so I got like a million DMs about oh, that. Oh yes, I saw that. And 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 that was like they basically picked up like meat and cheese and then they put it down again. Like they didn't even like, like I would be the per if I was on the bachelor, it'd just be me eating on every scene and like just looking <laughs> disgusting. Yeah. That's exactly <laughs> what mess. I was thinking the same thing. I'd be like, yes, I got in. Now all I have to do is ride it out and like, you know, unlimited food and drinks until like, you know, the very end. And they're like, so I would choose you. And I'm like, ah, I'm sorry. I was just here for the food. <laughs> yeah, like Matt comes up to you goes, hey, did you want to talk to me for a bit? And you go, I'm good. Yeah. Hey, you tried the charcuterie board? <laughs> yeah. And then I get a food endorsement at the end. Like, that would be my dream. Like, some sort yeah, of like. Triscuits comes you know, after you. Yeah, like, yeah. Uh, the Katz's Deli is like, hey, we saw you eating that sandwich. Would you like to, you know, do a commercial for us? And then so on and so forth. And my food career begins. And So Jason is. That's, looking for I just a figured I'd tell you a dream. Yeah. Yeah. You can go at any moment. Well, I, I, I do think people do come on the show and they're like, like they they are looking like the last Bachelorette was Tasha and her season was started as Claire's season, right? And Claire tried to say this line like that she's just gonna show up, show <laughs> yes, up was yes. her line of the season. And it's like you can kind of tell, like there, you know, not just the food endorsement. People are like, "I got T-shirts to sell." Yeah. Oh yeah, that and Cloud Nine. Just <laughs> yeah. everybody's on Cloud Nine, and I'm like, stop saying it. Stop also, saying Cloud Nine. I also love when they, you know, the contestants, guy or girl, is talking. You know, they talk about what their career and, and say they say they're a teacher and they care so much about their kids, and it's like. Oh yeah, you care so much about your students, so you left for a year to film this show and not teach them. <laughs> I taught them that love is more yeah, important. It is. There are so many things like that where you're like, "That's not your job anymore." No. Like your job is going to be a, a podcast in yeah. six weeks. Yeah, it, it's, and we it, can't wait. To always have them. weirds me out because when people say, you know, they left their dying parents at home to be here, and then they they leave or whatever, and you're like, "Well, why'd you do it?" Like, there's no way if my family was dying, I'd be like, I got to meet the man of my dreams. I got to do it. I got to well, leave. Yeah, I That's don't just me. understand that. I, I that, that would be me, too. But it is interesting that they, like, play that over music. And, like, right. that's the power of The Bachelor is, like, she was telling her story about her dad passing away. And you're like, this is amazing. And I remember thinking, like, if I were Matt James, I'd be like, you should go home. Like I would like, (laughs) I would feel, I would feel too much pressure Yeah, that like I'm wasting her time. Like he took it and and maybe it tells you something about me. Maybe I'm just not a good person because he was like that. He was like, I'm so, uh, what was the word? He he was like, I'm so um, honored she would be here. I'm like, I don't know about honor. I mean, I guess you could look at it that way. But to (laughs) me, I'd be like, no, you listen. I, I got a car coming. Um, you're very nice and beautiful, but I'm going to send you back. Yeah. Like you got to get out of here now because yeah, I don't know what the repercussions are of if you stay. Um, yeah. I, I don't want to be, I don't want that on my, on my conscience. But I <laughs> right. Especially like, if you're not going to pick them. You're right. Like, nah, yeah. You that's around. what I'm saying. Like, yeah. like, like, Oh, she's cute. Like, like I, you shouldn't be in that conversation with such high stakes. Yeah, no, no. Yeah, it's wild. But he, but he did sleep with them first before they left. 
So no, I'm kidding. No, I'm <laughs> like, kidding. Um, he's like, you gotta go. The car's waiting. Also, my bed I had brought over here <laughs> before you leave. <laughs> Yeah, well, I know you got to go see your dying dad, but you want to go ziplining real quick? Yeah. <laughs> you uh, you don't you want to go in a hot air balloon and yeah, one that can only a different girl I'm talking about, but I just yeah. love like yeah. the, their dates are so. Funny I love the hot air. I love the hot air balloon element. How That's it only went so far. It, it only went so far. Yeah, you see the giant ropes. They're like they're not going fucking anywhere. Yeah. they're like pulling. Well, the- they had to, they had to. They had to tether it to the hotel <laughs> yeah. so that the women could come out on the porch right. and be given binoculars yeah. Not, to yeah. look at them. They that was amazing. <laughs> and we were just thinking about the hot air balloon operator who's awkwardly sitting, standing in there while they're making out <laughs> hardcore, and he's like, right. uh, this is really weird to me, guys." Rubbing I can... an elbow on their back <laughs> yeah. as they're like making out. Yeah. I can hear the kissing sounds over the flames of the. And that... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey guys, you want to go up a little higher? Okay, you're making up. Uh, Never mind. Cool. That's cool. what made me laugh though, is because right before they went on on the hot air balloon, they were popping balloons, and then they go up on hot air balloon. I was like, oh, please tell me they get confused and they pop it. Yeah. <laughs> Do we use this huge cartoon clothes hanger? Yeah. To pop this one too. Yeah. <laughs> just, and then just it goes right to credits. Everyone dies. Yeah. Uh, the, the other contestants should be allowed to uh, throw arrows at that the hot air balloon while they're up there. The way they're acting, they definitely would have. All right. Well, thank you for listening to another episode of Joke Artist. We want to thank Jared yet again for being on our show. Just such a treat to talk to him. Um, you can go to his website, jaredfreed.com, to... Uh, you know, keep up with his podcast, what he's doing, where he's going, what who you know, he's doing, what he's, he's smelling, what he's eating, yeah. what he's kissing, who he's kissing, right? How he's kissing, where he's where he's living, yeah. how he's living, and who he's living, right? That last one didn't make any sense. No, nah, the last one you can't find on his yeah, website, so, yeah, but you, you can find check him out on social media. Go to his YouTube. Get ready for his special. Uh, Listen to his subscribe to his podcast. Subscribe to all of them. Unsubscribe to this one. Subscribe to his. Yeah, and, and then you could resubscribe to ours, which yes. is which is fine. Do and it in that order, and yep. only that order. Only. And then that don't order. forget to rate our show because if you don't rate us, you have to date us. It's true. It's in the contract. You listen to the show. That's what you're legally signing. Yes. So pucker up, but <laughs> <laughs> no, but <laughs> so you could listen to us on believe.com. That's b l e a v dot com. You could also find us on. Well, you already found us. You're listening yeah. to it, so you know what am I? What am I yeah. saying? You already know. Yeah, you can find us on a podcast site or anywhere. You can also find us, uh, you know, in the Wendy's parking lot begging <laughs> for burgers. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.